Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. Well, good evening and welcome to the Camden. And if you'll forgive me, this is a most illustrious occasion. We are playing this goon show, the first since 1960, in front of a very distinguished audience. And I am very glad to see you, and I hope you have a wonderful time. First of all, the old comrades, obviously played by the Wallistot Orchestra. Wallistot, I'm afraid, is not able to be with us this evening. So the orchestra is conducted by Peter Knight. Well, when Con Mahoney, who's head of my department, said, can you get these bods together? It was a bit of a job, but I got the principles and I found Ray Ellington but Max was a bit more difficult because he's in America, but the BBC dug deep into its pocket. <laughs> which was most unusual. <laughs> but here, from America, is Max Geldred. Well, we didn't have quite so far to go for our colour sergeant, who else but Ray Ellington. Now, it's absolutely fascinating because I am so delighted that nearly every one of the old musicians... Oh. <laughs> have returned for tonight. I have an apology from George Chisholm, who's got his trombone stuck in his tartan down in Bournemouth. But otherwise, I am so pleased to welcome the original members of the Railington Quartet. First of all, Judd Proctor, but not only him, but Dick Katz. When he's not playing the piano, he manages Lulu, he tells me. <laughs> well, there we are. 
All the original ladies and gentlemen, what more can I say, but please welcome the goons. Simadan, tonight I thought I'd start by singing one of, uh, one of, um... <laughs> and now the Irish National Anthem. <laughs> thought, I'd... thought I'd start by singing one of, uh, one of Irving Berlin's songs, but I thought, why should I? He never sings any of mine. So I'll sing San Francisco to get it all going, right? I left my heart in San Francisco I left my knees in old Peru I left my little wooden lake somewhere in Winnipeg I left my wig in Dublin Zoo with you I left my teeth on Table Mountain High on a hill, they smile at me When I go back again to San Francisco Altogether, there won't be much left of me It's a... Those two sons of fun, Sellers and Seekham from Finchley. I will attempt to sing for you through the face. <laughs> and where else? Accompanied by my friend, Mr. Sellers, here on the Chimpani. <laughs> only using two tonight, and you'll notice at no time, at no time, do the proceedings, do his hands leave his wrists, and so, that lovely melody, falling in love with love in E flat. Falling in love with love is falling for me. playing the fool Very too much He's such a jewel I'll fancy Very too much He's just for children in school <laughs> I when the moon was full I was unwise with eyes unable to see
Yes. Andrew Timothy said to me he hasn't been introduced yet. Ah, Andrew Timothy! Yes, I will. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Timothy. Who has a message for We you? have had a large number of telegrams <laughs> wishing us, believe it or not, good luck. And heaven only knows we need it. There's only time to record one of them. And may I read it to you? It is addressed, of course, to the goons, and the message is as follows. One of your most devoted fans is enraged at the knowledge he is missing your last performance. Last night, my hair fell out and my knees dropped off, having turned green with envy at the thought of my father and my sister attending the show. One day, perhaps, you will find time to give a performance to a ship full of sea goons. My very best wishes, as always. And it's signed, Charles. There is only one old custom left for me to do, which used to take place... The time-honoured method of starting a programme is to say, stand by recording room, stand by transcription service, stand by television, we're going ahead in ten seconds from now. Well Well, it's lovely to be back tonight at the Camel Theatre. Now, let me try this, Spike. Spike. I'm uh, more professional at these old things, you know. I understand. You're also I'm higher. Higher. And professional. High. High. We're all together. One, two, three. Everybody. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the heaviest. Yes, you are. I'll do it, do it, do it, sir. One, two, three. Well, well it's really, it's really great, great to be here tonight, and we, we were very happy to be here. No, 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 They haven't quite got the hang of it yet, but after another smoke, they should be switched on. If you were switched on, I am empowered by the governors of BBC Wireless to say good evening, and in that order. <laughs> I also have it on good authority that my name is Clapham Junction. Well, I'll have that checked out later. When I announced the first Goon show in a field off Tiverton, I was 30. I am now 93. <laughs> Mr. Sellers will now sell a gross of his cars 
and take up a dramatic voice. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> I have been asked by the BBCB to get the audience warmed up. Well, to the best of my knowledge, there is no better way than by the gentleman using their right hand to squeeze the top of the lady's thigh next to them. <laughs> splendid, splendid. <laughs> I will now whistle the soliloquy from Hamlet. That was Mr. Sellers practicing his comeback. <laughs> this morning, BBC Archives delivered three coffins. I will, now in- I will now introduce the contents of coffin number one. Bald, toothless, and weighing 37 stone, Harry Seacom. speaking to you using the new aluminium voice cone projector. <laughs> I will start my comeback with a new trick taught me by a one-legged sailor who did toffee apple impressions for Noel Cohen. <laughs> did you hear that? That's it, folks. It's a new Grateful Dead seagoon sound. <laughs> I'll now reveal the secret to the world live via satellite from Neesden. Take the index finger. Well, that's the index finger. That's the index finger. Stick it in the gob. Slide gently forward inside the cheek, giving it an added impetus as it shoots forward from the lips. So. <laughs> you see? We directors of Harlech Television are not as daft as you think. <laughs> During that demonstration of Mr. Seacombe's senility, a smile, a song, and a wheelchair, the remains of Mr. Spike Milligner and a well-known typing error has been reassembled. <laughs> and he makes this sound. What's the recipe today, Jim? In a statement to the press, he said... What's the recipe today, Jim? However, later he denied this and reverted to... What's the recipe today, Jim? It's a lie, folks. What I said was contraceptives should be used at every conceivable occasion. Policemen are numbered in case they get lost. He left. I say, Ollie... Anyone with a name like Hitler can't be all that bad. There's another fine mess Ross got us into. As everybody knows who reads the Isle of Arran Shoemakers Monthly, Her Majesty the Queen was to have opened this goon show, but owing to a nasty rumour called Grocer Heath, she is declined. However, at short notice and wearing a floral creton frock, Mr. Seacombe has agreed to stand in for his sovereign. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my first impression...
congratulations to the Queen will be a hedgehog doing acupuncture on Yule Brenner's nut. Start the sh- Start the show. <laughs> Harry, Ned. Harry, Harry, why? We're, we're, we're dying, Ned. Oh, Min, that? Min's falling to bits. She's a loose woman, you know. <laughs> time, time for your coronary, sir. Quick, throw a bucket of water over before the season starts. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, my husband and I have great pleasure in starting this goon show number 161. Oh. My husband and I have great pleasure in starting this goon show number 161. Hello. My husband and I are having great difficulty in starting goon show number 161. It was all right at the royal rehearsal. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> a constabule of old England played by an ageing Peter Sellers. I'm sorry, sir, you cannot put that huge, bloated Welsh body down. Watch it, Rosa. I have been watching it, sir, and it gives me no pleasure. <laughs> now then, there's not many people know that. What is your name, sir? Harry Seacole. What a splendid memory you've got, sir. <laughs> now then, son, would you like to explain as to why you are wearing a flowered criton frock? Explain? Yes. Haven't you read the court circular? No, I'm waiting until they make the film. <laughs> of the book, of the sketch of the street, of the play. Now listen, Constable. Yes. You've I'm finished. The... What? Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm dressed like this because I have been asked to represent Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, I'm sorry, your Queen. My refund for apologies. I'm sorry. It's too late for that. It's only half past five. We're having difficulty starting this goon show. Oh, let's have a look in the tonk now. Tonk? Oh, I see you've still got the same typist you had in 1953. <laughs> <laughs> I still have her. No one's found out yet. <laughs> yes. Here's a trouble, your queen. There's, uh... There's no jokes in his fuel tonk. I'll just shout a few in. I say, I say, I say. What do you say? What do you say? How do you start a pudding race? I don't know. How do you start a pudding race? Say, go. <laughs> There's plenty of combustion there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
I now pronounce the Goon Show open. Oh, every night is New Year's Eve. <laughs> One more toy. The plague hit London in 1546 and been here ever since. Mrs. Dale's last husband, Ray Ellington. I was dancing with my darling to that Tennessee wars when an old friend that I know I happened to see. Oh yeah, introduced him to my loved one, and while they were dancing, my friend stole my sweetheart from me. Yes, he did. I remember the night, oh the night we met. Yes, I know. Yes, I know how much I've lost. Oh yeah. Yes, I lost my little darling the night that they were playing that beautiful Tennessee war. Introduced him to my loved one, and while they were dancing, my friend huh, stole my sweetheart from me. The dog. I remember the night, oh the night that we met. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. I've lost. Hey, hey. Yes, I lost my little darling baby in the night that they were playing. That beautiful, 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 beautiful Tennessee. That was Ray Ellington, one-time colour sergeant, now a Chelsea pensioner. <laughs> With anti-pollution in mind, we move now to the Westminster City Council rubbish dump, skillfully sited in the middle of Hyde Park. Two ragged fiends incarnate are discussing a moot point. Don't point that moot at me, Moriarty. <laughs> Say this line. Sacred blow. Good news, the council have just dumped Good. 800 feet of brand new legging Question, why does the council discard brand new legging? Answer, because it was in feet and inches and we have gone metric Splendid, so that's where you've gone <laughs> Old England isn't finished yet 
It's finished. Now. Moriarty, that lagging is going to be a lifesaver for yes, us. Yes, let's eat it. Ford. Oh, what's the matter with you, you stupid Frenchy poo? Here we are, starving to death, and all you can think of is food. Moriarty, lay your lovely head on this anvil and close your eyes. Now, taste this margarine. There. Can you tell the difference? Now. You see? You can't tell the difference between a lump on the head and margarine. The leadership of the Conservative Party is yours for the asking. Here comes Neddy driving an unlicensed goon show with CD platon. Smells of loon. It does look a bit seedy, doesn't it? Yes, he's dressed as our gracious queen. There must be trouble at Palestine. Ahoy there, gentlemen of the frog and groan. Have you seen a knighthood go this way? Yes, but Richard Attenborough was wearing it. <laughs> Ned. And anyway, it was the wrong size for that huge, bloated Welsh body of yours. What, 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 what? Mind what you say, or we will have you incarcerated. The unkindest cut of all. <laughs> Ned. Now just relax against this cutthroat razor. Ned, according to your monthly obituary, you were discharged in 1945 from His Majesty's forces as a first-class twit. On that occasion, you were given a gratuity of 100 pounds. One hundred pounds. Current market value, three pounds. Now, Ned, according to the Mean Swine's Gazette and Myra, you have never spent a penny on that gratuity. No, I've been saving it for a rainy day. Why? I want to buy an umbrella. <laughs> yes. Eddie, now listen to this. This is what you do. You see, that's what's happened to Milligan. We don't want to end up like that. Here is a preview of next winter in Jimmy Grafton's attic. Oh, the wind, sleet, rain, and trousers are falling. The monkeys are still doing it in the soup. And the snow lies heavy on the slopes of Rackle Welsh. And your legs stand another recorded winter like that. Well, I don't stand all winter. Sometimes I lie down. Depends on who she is. Ned, making love with cold legs up can cause knee trembling. <laughs> and ruin a man's chances in the old wedding stakes there. Oh. What do you suggest? Leg lag. Leg lag? Leg lag. <laughs> Let me introduce that. A Frenchman of noble birth, the family arms a wreck rampant on a field of steaming argent tat, voted actor of the year by Mrs. Mabel Fumes, son of the eminent cropologist and swine, Count <laughs> Dingleberry's Moriarty. I tell you there is a curse on the house of Moriarty. What is it? The Hampstead Building Society. <laughs> 
He looks in a bad way. Has he had a medical check? Yes, 30 shillings for a new truss. <laughs> and truss, daughter, today! <laughs> he must be due for the chop. No, it's my turn for the chop. He gets the bangers. But nevertheless, thanks to him, there's a government health warning on the tail of every sailor's shirt. Not only that... Not only that, but he personally lagged the legs of the Reverend Ian Paisley. Well, if it's good enough for her, it's good enough for me. I command you, lag my legs. That will be £100 in war gratuities and 30 new pence for the fanfare. Thank you, Nadeb. I will now adjust my address before doing a moonlight. <laughs> Moriarty, get out the Land Rover and measure his legs. No, lift you up your trousers, Nadir. <laughs> Who pulled those trousers up? <laughs> Name of a dog, Rover. The Garson Bottle there. Abbot Spotch. Ah, it's Marinati. You've gone bold. The fire. But what is that lamp on your neck? That is the difference between margarine. <laughs> I know, I know what we can do. Let's play mothers and milkmen. <laughs> And Neddy can be the blue tit that pecks the top of the cream. Peck, peck, pecky. I had it my groin. Blue bottle, you little devil. What were you doing at my trousers? A man has to do what he has to do. And I did it over there. <laughs> Come out of my trousers at once, you spotty Herbert. My name is not Herbert. I'm James Bottle. Double S, seven and three quarters. Capsize. Ace <laughs> <laughs> reporter for the hard-hitting brown paper, Junior Oz. Get out or I'll fetch you one. No, no, I can fetch it myself, thank you. <laughs> Don't shout at me, please. I have got two O-levels and a badger <laughs> I say, what are you doing with that camera? I have got certain unsavory snaps of your bloomers. What, 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 what? But I, I have to wear them, you see. That, that's protocol. Oh, what you been eating? <laughs> Give me back those snaps or I'll... I'll never be on start on Sunday again, you know. Remember, open this trouser door or I'll break every bone in my fist. I'm not coming out until you give me a parcel order for 20 new pence made out to Molly Quartz. Oh, folks, how can I raise that amount? I know, 
I could do a week's variety in Mary Blackpool. I can still remember the shaving routine. How does it go again there? Well, hello there, folks. Everybody's going to shave, except women and small children. Mr. Seacombe's departure from the mic is a timely one. Any departure of his is timely. I have a grave announcement to make. Just before this show started, Mr. Max Geldray died. His wife described his condition as satisfactory. <laughs> However, by waving some money under his nose, he's recovered enough to play his probate. Sixty-eight-year-old Max Geldre live from a bath chair. <laughs> Mr. Sellers, describe the next scene. Yes, well, it's uh, tall, trendy, with a good sexy head of teeth. Otherwise, no. <laughs> I have the description, folks, and it sounds like me and my description. And that sounds like me and my description running up the M1 to Mary Blackpool. And indeed it is, Mr. Seacombe, hauling his huge Welsh body up the M1. All four lanes are blocked, and motorists are advised to take an alternative route, like France. Piano, mean. Speak up, Henry. What Eric what? Sykes is in. Oh. Which piano are you in, Henry? 
It's the mahogany lattice fronted iron framed upright. Serial number 935427B. Oh, 935427B. They don't write numbers like that anymore. <laughs> Are you sure the correct way to tune an upright is with a Chinese chicken? My mother swore by it. Well, it's not working this time. Well, try swearing then. <laughs> Listen, you bloody chicken. <laughs> There's a label on its leg, Min. Oh. It says, manufacturer's warning, this chicken is a Bombay duck. But I... <laughs> I... But I heard it clucking in Chinese then. Oh, I know, but... It's too late for that, brother. You're a phony. Listen, Min. That was a chicken duck cat. Oh, dear. Does it lay eggs? No, it lays kittens. I mean, try a little tune on the piano. Oh, See if all those played. hammers no, are working. No, Daddy. Yeah. Oh, baby man. Yeah, Daddy. Oh, baby man. Oh, yeah. oh stop it, man. You're nearly beating me to death in here. I always love you, Henry. Oh, oh. I always love you. It's getting dark in the M1. What is it, Ray Ellington? Hi. I'll just look up my horoscope. What's going on? What's going on? Get her out of the back. Get her out of the back. Where's Miss Pears? The laundry will never keep up with this, you know. Oh! Headlock, stop that! Yes, which way did it go? Oh. Yes, it's a lady. Can it be? Yes, it is. It's my dear little Alice Blue Goon. Bloodlock? What? Come out and fight. Surrender the fort. I can't. It's leasehold and 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 Litchfield and Grosvenor Estates and all that. <laughs> Checks and postal orders only, you know. I... Who's that out there playing the part of Ray Ellington? It's my mortal enemy, the Red Bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, Bladder, and find your own television series. Bloodnock, Bloodnock, you coward! What? He can't call me a coward and get away with it. You big coward! He got away with it! <laughs> Dark Nitty! <laughs> Hello, what, yes? That was the Beeb Seeb. They've switched goon shows. This is now number 162. Now, now, where's my old arrangements? Let's see now. Sweet Sue in C, Mockingbird Lane. Pardon? I'm walking Pardon? down Mockingbird Lane. Pardon me, sir. What it, is it, Private Parts? It, what it, is it? It is... <laughs> no, sir. No, sir, I am Singe's Thing. Singe's Thing? <laughs> I remember you very well, yes. 
Yes, what, what do you want? What do you want? It's time, it's time for tomorrow perversion, sir. Time for my perversion? Yes, sir. Good, good. Let's start now. I've Come on. Ah, oh. oh, I love a bit of Wagner in the middle. Yes. Yes, now the whips. Yes. Ah, oh, oh. Yes. Let me have the slot sticker now. I like that right now. No. Oh, ah, ah. Now the steering wheel club. Closely followed by the touch of the hat now. And oh, come on, more touch of now. That's it. Yes, is it all over? Yes. What about the starters? <laughs> now then. No, no, no. That's better. Is... Now this uniform goes back to Moss Brothers tomorrow. Yes, sir. There's a deposit on it. Oh, that'll brush off. Don't worry about that. Now then. Now. <laughs> Now, Ned, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that lovely floral creton frock? You are not the relief column, are you? Take your hands off me and place them higher up. Oh, that's where it's all happening, is it? Huh? I'm dressed like this for Goon Show 161. Listen to that. My pension's got through. <laughs> Look, Ned, you need rest. There's only one place. Go down into the coal cellar and do it down there. Yes, I must find the snaps of my secret bloomers before Brian Forbes turns them into a novelty. <laughs> By heavens, it's dark down here. What I need is a good royal kip and a 20-course sandwich. Well, I'll just rest my weary body down in this smokeless fuel. Must have been here for years. There's no fuel like an old fuel. <laughs> There's no fuel like an old fuel. That was nasty. I wasn't sure, but I swore I could hear what sounded like someone eating coke. There are three men in my life. To one I am a mother. To the other I'm a wife. But third one gets the best. It is natural, shouldn't we? Who's that, eh? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? That's you. Is it? I know that. I know that. What? I know it's me. I know it's me. What? I know. I know. Oh, another one. No. The creature was wearing a mini coal sack, both feet in one army boot, and a coal scuttle on his head. He must be one of ours. As long as I'm not one of them. What are you doing down here? Everybody's got to be somewhere. Yes, but who are you? Oh, the hard ones first, eh? <laughs> well, I don't want you to spread this around. But I'm the coal man. A coal man? It's three in the morning. Yep. Never too late to be a coal man. <laughs> what I mean is, after you deliver coal, you're supposed to go back to the cart. Oh. <laughs> 
You mean I should have let go of the sack? Yes. But, but they said they were giving me the sack. I wondered why the job didn't last long. Must be the old Pinchy Exchange tomorrow morning. How long have you been down here? Oh, I kept a record. I scratched every day on the wall. Good heavens, the walls are covered in them. I saw you. Suit you. <laughs> Thank you, sailor. <laughs> You've only scratched six days to a week. Yep, don't believe in working on Sundays. Where's that drip coming from? It's me. I'm leaking. Here, are you a Colburn? No, I'm standing in for Buckingham Palace. Help me and I'll make you a companion of Honor Blackman. <laughs> Stop that or you go blind, I tell you. <laughs> While you're lying prone, listen, I'm going to have a royal kip. Take this shovel. Now, if you see anybody come under my trouser door, belt him. Now, good night, England and the colonies. I just put on this record of royal snoring. Oh, that's what mm. money can do for you, folks. Psst. <laughs> what? Psst. I haven't touched a drop. Joke number 29 in the book. Okay. Yeah? It's me, Tin Button. Oh, my friend. Yes, I'm your friend. You remember me? I remember you. Yes. <laughs> why did it, why do you not open the door? Okay, I'll, how do you open the door? You turn the knob on your side. I haven't got a knob on my side. <laughs> The door. The door. Oh, I'll soon get the hang of that. Oh, you are. Oh. Now then, if you help me, yeah. do you know what I would do for you? I will give you a free Dixie of Bovril with added cardboard hash. Wow. <laughs> I say, Echo. What? What is that sticking at the top of your boot wearing a cap? That is my nephew, Little Jim. Ah, hello, Little Jim. Echo. I do not understand what he is saying. <laughs> Say that again, little Jim. Okay. He said he doesn't understand what he's saying either. <laughs> he's one of Mrs. Thatcher's incomprehensives. <laughs> Who is that snoring in that frock? 
that's the... <laughs> that's the new sound. Yeah. It's... It's... Is it <laughs> it's... It's Neddy. He thinks he's... He thinks he's the Queen of England. <laughs> I guess. Yep. Let us play a game and push him down the well. Yeah. He's falling in the water. Have to get it in, folks. Have to get it in. Out of my way! The red bladder's after me. I'm all Hold it! I can't hold it much longer. It's old age, you know. Oh. You're in the wrong goon show. Yes, I needed the money, you know. It's not safe in my goon show. What? What? There it is. The red bladder's doing the last turkey in the shop, you know. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Yes. <laughs> yes. I needed a nice, quiet series. You know the ones. What's the recipe today, Jim? Something like that. Have you tried Broadcasting House? Every window. <laughs> Look, this is getting ridiculous. Ned, Your Majesty, don't worry. Why are you dressed like Bloodnock? Aren't we all? Your Majesty, good news, we have just found Goon Show number 163, in which you play the lead all the way through as an underfloor-eating defective. I've always wanted big parts. Um... <laughs> If you'll pardon me, I'll say that once again. Come. <laughs> the car's outside if you want to go, I mean. <laughs> Very soon. I can't read my own writing here. Yes. Your Majesty, good news. We... <laughs> we have just found Goon Show number 163, in which you play the lead all the way through as an underfloor heating detective. Heating detective. <laughs> Heating detective. I've always wanted big pots. Wait for it, wait for it. You've always had them, Nelly. <laughs> you and Benteen. <laughs> the only man with no room for the old inside leg. <laughs> no. No, Nelly. Just nice, Nelly. I got a yeah. Just get under these nice floorboards. Yeah. Now, oh, how's that, Ned? Splendid. There's not another actor on the stage. Say after me, I am a twit. You are a twit. twit. Right, now stand by for your opening song. Ned, the singing floorboard, take one. Action. If I rule the world, every day would be the first day of spring. Every heart would have a new song to sing. And we'd sing of the joy every morning would bring. If I rule the world... Three weeks pass away, but alas, not Mr. Seacom. Neddy, the singing floorboard, take one, seven, three. How was that, Gridpack? Hello? How was the song? Gridpack? Hello? Anybody there? Let me out! I need food! 
Peter, this is your dressing room. Welcome to the Palace Blackpool. You're welcome to it, mate. <laughs> We've had them all here. Tom Loans, Scylla Jack, Engelbert Humptyback, <laughs> Val Dolittles, Rolf Agus, Harry Stenchcloth, the lot. Here, what's your act, son? I am with Captain Goat Cabin's Balancing Stallions. <laughs> and I also accompany Miss Golden Finish. Late of Dr. Eats Flying Toodles. Help! And I mean that sincerely. Yeah. Where are you? I say, where are you? Do not frighten me. I've got clean underwear on. <laughs> I want to play under the floorboards. Oh, you must have got a real bad agent. <laughs> Hear me out. Yes, I can see your belly through the knot hole. Oh, poke, poke, pecky. Stop that poking. I want those snaps back. Oh, that was a different show, you twit. This show is number 164. This is where I say, roll up, roll up, I say. Six months for a quick stick to poke Nitty Sigun. Puck, puck, pucky. Stop that poking, I tell you. Stop it. Pucky, pucky. There's a man outside. Start number three. There's a man outside. For the owner of car. Falling in love and love. He's falling for the healing. There's a chap of pucky bag in. He's falling for the car. Number six, four, nine. Out of my way. Hello, number The next Goon Show will be on July the 7th, 1982. And from Goon Show number 167, farewell, P.S. forever. That was the Goon Show, a specially recorded program for the 50th anniversary of the BBC, starring Peter Sellers, Harry Seacom and Spike Milling. You also heard the Raylington Quartet, Max Geldre, and the orchestra conducted by Peter Knight. Announcer Andrew Timothy, script by Spike Milligan, produced by John Brown.
Now get out! <laughs> we had a grand lot. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Safe journey home. Thank you. God bless you. It's been lovely. Hi Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.